Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests who talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who really hates Cyclops, Faith. He's awful. Well, now he, that he's in a thruple with Jean Grey and Wolverine, he's okay. But before that... He just wants to be a dad. He really does now. Dad Cyclops, who's in a thruple, acceptable. Well, we are we are talking about Cameron Hodge. Ooh. Who looks like a dude. I don't know, just looks like a dude. Uh, yeah, oh boy, that's a man wearing a suit. I think he has some sunglasses on. No, regular glasses, which is important. Ooh. It's important that he's wearing glasses because that might be a feature we see continuously. His so his real name is Cameron Hodge. He's a former lawyer, advertising executive, and public relations director, and leader of the right. I already don't like uh, him. <laughs> yeah, he's just, just a list of bad things to oh, be. I'll bet. I don't know what the right is about, but I don't like it already. Well, you shouldn't. So <laughs> uh, he's a citizen of the United States with no criminal record. He's also called the Commander. His place of oh, birth really is unrevealed. Don't like him. He's uh his male status is single. And uh he used to work with X Factor. And this was when the O five was in it, and they were doing like the whole we're the Ghostbusters, but also that's just uh the mutant busters, sorry. <laughs> the mutant busters, but I'm gonna we're actually just taking in mutants that people talk about. There you go. Yeah. Um so he first showed up in X Factor issue number one. And is a pretty good cover. Ooh. We talked about this cover before because uh, a lot happens in this one. Yes, I like uh, this cover. That was X Factor issue number one in February 1986, Third Genesis, which is when the O5 got back together after not being together for a while. Um, like, they're all kind of spread out. Some of them were in the Champions. Some of them were just kind of guest people for a while. Beast was an Avenger. Um, but uh, we have... It's called Baptism of Fire, and it pretty much is. So you have uh, Cyclops shooting some beams into some fire. You have Jean Grey shooting some Psy stuff into the fire. The Beast is running towards the fire. Swinging Angel on is some going- stalagmites. Uh, Angel is flying towards the fire, and uh, guess what? Ice Man shooting ice balls at the fire. Yeah, it's almost like all of them are doing something in fire. I I feel like Ice Man should be at the front of this. I feel like he's the one that can counteract this fire the best. <laughs> also, uh, the my my favorite, and guess guess who ma- is making the fire? Uh, my favorite person to really hate, Fire Fist, aka Rusty Collins. Oh, that asshole. I remember him. I was on that episode. Yeah. Now, Rusty Collins and um in Deadpool 2 is the only acceptable one. But Cameron Hodge is a was the roommate of Warring Worthington the third. Oh, I think I've heard of this guy <laughs> now that you say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, he uh who is Angel. Yep. Uh I at this time he was Archangel. 
though, because he went through the whole apocalypse. Oh, yep. Thing. He Transformation. Was for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at the private school Worthington attended before he entered Charles Xavier's school for gifted youngsters and became a member of X-Men. Uh, although Worthington for his good, although Worthington believed Hodge was his friend. In fact, Hodge deeply resented <laughs> yeah, Worthington. I, I do remember this guy. Okay. I remember who he is. But he really hated Worthington for his good looks, vast wealth, and other advantages. You know what? I, I, you know, I'm on his side. I hate it when people are charming, wealthy, and talented. We and like, good looking. They should you pick can't two. be. You and can't look, be all like, those things. You choose like two of them. That's it. I That's feel like it. you're 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 taking away from other people at that point. <laughs> exactly. When Worthington publicly revealed himself to be the winged mutant known as Angel. Hodge just hated him even more. And Hodge believed that uh, mutants were a threat to the freedom of normal human beings and that they therefore must be destroyed. So then he became an, uh, so he then became a lawyer uh, where then he turned to advertising and public relations and then became a highly successful member of the leading New York City advertising agency. In the meantime, Hodge secretly formed the right, an organization dedicated to eliminating uh, mutants. Hodge was the leader of the right, also known as the commander, and he contracted, he contracted a convicted genetic engineer. Oh, you're also on this one, uh, at this episode. Dr. Frederick Animus, later known as the Animator. That's where I remember this. Yep. Okay, I wow, two people in this episode who I was in other episodes with. <laughs> Dr. Animus and uh, Firefist. <laughs> well, the, he commissioned him to find a means of preventing mutations from occurring. That's right. Um, Worthington, who trusted Hodge, turned to him to help come up with a new means of combating prejudice against mutants. Hodge and Worthington devised the concept of X-Factor, who was basically mutant hunters, but in fact, they would actually, like, take mutants in, mm-hmm. and uh, basically have them learn how to control their uh, abilities so they can masquerade as normal human beings, aka apparently the only thing Xavier School does. Yeah. Um, again, not a, not a good... Not great. Like, I don't think... It's not a It's not a like okay that's like, technically it, it's that's fine. like the equivalent of autism speaks way of dealing yeah. with autism technically it would be it's fine for them to teach them how to use their powers better yeah that's fine that's yeah. good um but the whole equivalency of like x-men supposed to be like a you know a metaphor for like marginalized people yeah fails so hard because until later on because it because like the main the main characters for it for a long time except for beast were all pat could all pass yeah and it was about teaching other mutants to be able to pass and that shouldn't be your goal it no. should be to change the culture to make it to where the average person isn't saying like well we hate these people yep uh but you know it's whatever yeah um so the other members of the original X-Men, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, and Marvel Girl agreed to the idea and became 
the other founding members of X-Factor. However, as Hodge secretly intended, X-Factor's public publicity campaign actually intensified prejudice against mutants. And Worthington and his four partners uh, came to having like a bunch of like misgivings about how they were doing stuff. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. The mutant mystique made it publicly known that Worthington III, a no mutant, was secretly financial bas- backer of X-Factor. Then Angel's wings were impaled by harpoons, or by harpoon. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, during the mutant- <laughs> yeah. During the mutant massacre, of uh, which the marauders wrote, wiped out most of the mutant Morlocks. Uh, Hodge arranged to have Angel's wings amputated. At the point of despair over the scandal of his financial support of X-Factor and the loss of his wings, uh, Worthington was easily manipulated by Hodge into ch- changing his will to leave out a, to leave a bulk of the fortune to X-Factor and appointing Hodge as its executor. Soon afterwards, Worthington seemingly committed suicide in an airplane that exploded. You never trust the exploded airplane. Yeah. Also, that's a never. hell of a way to go. Yeah, but Worthington was teleported to safety by the mutant apocalypse, who used his advanced biological knowledge to give him new wings. Um, now Cyclops and the other three partners in the Factor realize that Hodge was actually their enemy. Soon after, X-Factor members engaged in battle with members of the right and ultimately learned that Hodge was the leader of the organization. Hodge and other me- uh, members of the right captured the new mutants on Dr. Animus's island headquarters and the new mutants escaped captivity uh podge apparently died in an explosion subsequently uh subsequently worthington learned of his former lover candace candy southern had disappeared worthington tracked her down to the secret rights base where he discovered that he was being where she was being held captive by hodge who performed experiments on her and left her at the brink of death Southern died, and Hodge himself was apparently killed in combat with Worthington. Wherever he, we don't know, well, they didn't know at the time if he was still going to be around. Surprise, he is. Oh, um, what a surprise. Just, there's just a little, just a little bit less of him. You know, a little bit less of him. Yeah. And more of like a spider bot body. Oh. With, with his head graft on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and he's wearing cracked goggles. I mean, cracked, uh, he's still wearing his glasses. Just get, just get new glasses, buddy. No, wait, no, that's that's how you're supposed to know. Otherwise, you just know that he he's just a white dude. Oh, that's true. At that point, like, <laughs> that's true. You're not lying. Yeah, yeah but uh, at one point he he made a uh, armor suit made out of ruby quartz, so he could just fight Cyclops. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. Oh my so, god. So he's 5'10", weighs 180, blue eyes, gray hair. He has, like, you know, he does moderate exercise. And he and he wore a battle suit that can fire explosive missiles. Once he utilized a robot in his image, that wore ruby quartz armor, enabling it to deflect uh, Cyclops' force beams um, from his... Well, there's his force beams from his portal eyes from the punch, from the punch dimension. Um and he also has a bunch of weaponry from the right. That's it. Yeah, he he shows up like m- multiple times later in like a, in like a spider body things. It's it's cool. By that I mean you know it's not that cool, but you know it's. Something. I like how he has to still wear his glasses so we know who he is. 
Yeah, no, otherwise he'd just look like a white dude. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> it's true, actually, now that you say that. Uh, that, that's it. So what do you have to plug? Uh, so you should go listen to our other podcast called, uh, Over in Smith. It's an H.P. Lovecraft podcast. We read the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft. We commentate on it. There's also an audiobook of nearly all of them, except for the ones that are really racist or suck. Some of them are just bad, and we don't want to make an audiobook of it. Jesse doesn't have time for that. No. No. Um, but you should go listen to it. It's it's very fun. It's very good. Uh, and if you like spooky stuff uh, and fun fiction, you should go read. You should go listen to it. Um, if you want to support me financially, you can go to at alpha, uh, well, alphabet flight, well, patreon.com slash alphabet flight. Um, if you want to see the people we're talking about, you can go to at alphabet flight on Twitter and Instagram. And if you just happen to, uh, if you just happen to be in your podcatchers, it's like, Hey, I like this. I should rate, review, subscribe, all that junk in here and help Jesse out. Uh, you can do that. But, uh, but yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Contra protect you through all your night travels. Good night. Bye.